With Hashem's assistance, we are learning Gittin Tafchaf Aleph, page 21. We're going to begin on the top line, but before we do, I just want to give a little bit of an introduction as to what's going on. The Gemara had asked the question in the bottom of Chafam Abayz in regards to a woman. If let's say she owned a document, some kind of piece of paper, and on that document is going to be her get, it's going to be written. So she gives it over to the Baal, and the Baal gives it back to her to her husband and the husband gives it back so the question is does she understand that when she's giving it over to her husband and she's about to come, become divorced does she understand that she has to fully give it over to him completely and she makes a good kinyan a good transfer of possession or not or do we say she doesn't really understand that and therefore she knows that she's getting it back in one minute so when she gives it over in the first place she doesn't really mean to give it over fully and therefore will be a problem in regards to the concept that he, it has to be his when he gives it over so the Gemara tried to bring a proof from the case of the Zakein Echad, this guy, this elderly man outside of Jerusalem, and uh, what he would do is he would create some kind of loans, and he would actually use his own document to write it, and he would give it over, and we know that the document of, for the loan has to be given over by the Lova, the one who's borrowing, to the Mal, the one who's lending the money. So he would lend that money, and it would be his own thing that was written by him. And that was fine, because we said, what's the understanding of it? Because we see that even though he's getting it right back, nevertheless, the fact is that he understands that when he gives it to the person who's supposed to give it to him, he's giving it over completely. So we try to bring a proof that a woman would understand this as well. But we said, it's not a good proof, because Zakin Shani this is an elderly person, for sure he knew the halacha, that he has to be given over completely. So the Gemara says, El Amar Rava, so Rava says, here we are on the top of 21a, Mehacha from here, from the following case, Arif chitum shtaris, if you have a guarantor that signed on a document after the signatures, so so he's allowed to collect only from unencumbered properties. But if it was something that was mashubud, so since there were no witnesses that signed after the art of the guarantor, therefore the the word doesn't get out that this guy had signed on it, and therefore people don't know when they buy from the guarantor that uh, this this property is mashubud, that it's encumbered to the loan. So therefore he can't collect whoever's coming to collect from the guarantor, let's say, can't collect from the Nachasa Mishubadim. So Rashi explains what's the proof from this case, because how does the Arif, how does he accept upon himself that he's going to guarantee the loan? So how does he, where's the Kenyan, where's the act of some kind of transfer of Rashus? You have to do some kind of act that shows that you're accepting this upon yourself. So the answer is, so, the, so Rashi explains that since the Arif, when he goes and he signs it, so he goes to the sofa, and the sofa gives him the document and gets it right back. So that's where the Kenyan is done, that's where the act is done that shows that he's accepting upon himself the guarantee. So from this we see that uh, indeed, that even though a person is getting it back right away, nevertheless, he can accept upon himself the guarantee through this action, meaning he does get a Kenyan, he does take the Arev when he gets it from the sofa, from the, the, the scribe, so he has fully gotten it and given it back. So that's the proof. Amravashi, Maikusha, Dilmagavrishani, Diyadi Laknuye. Ravashi says you can't bring a proof from there because maybe a, a man is different because he understands the whole concept of Kenyan, of transferring of, of, uh, of possession. Allah Amar Ravashi, so Ravashi says rather, Mehalcha from here. Isha Gita. There's a, the, the Mishnah says that a woman is allowed to write her get, and a man can write, and a man is allowed to write the document that says that he has paid off the ksuva, which normally has to be written by her. So what happens? So he writes out the thing that says he's paid. She signs it and gives it back to him, or she brings witnesses to sign it. That's that say that indeed she was there. She 
gave him back the money, and then she gives it back to him. That because what's the reason why it's okay? Because the main part of the get is the the signatures. That that's how it gets verified. And therefore, as long as we see witnesses verifying that this this get was okay, so we know that it was given over properly. So even though she originally had it, she wrote it or she had made sure it was written. As long as she gives it to the Baal, which she does indeed understand. This is a good proof that she does indeed understand that she has to make a full Kenyan, give it over completely to her husband. Let's say the husband wrote a divorce document and gave it over into the hand of his slave. And what did he do? He wants to give her the slave as well. So he says, he writes a, a, a star, some kind of document that says that he's giving it to her. And he gives it over into the hand of the slave. So, so what happens is that she actually is able to be Kona, she's able to acquire the slave himself, and also acquire the get at the same time and, and be divorced. So the explanation of this is that the Evid is considered a chatzer, considered some kind of courtyard, it's like her, an extension of her possession, and therefore when something goes into her possession, so therefore she gets the thing that's gone into her possession. So that's why the divorce document that's placed onto the Evid, which she now owns, so now she she gets that divorce document and she's divorced. Now how does she get the the evidence himself? So the way she gets the evidence is because there's a concept of Gita Echad. You can have two things occurring at once. What's happening is at the very moment that he, the Baal, the husband, is giving over the Shtar, the document that says that she gets the slave, she now owns the slave. So the slave becomes hers and is able to accept for her He's considered the chatzer, the uh, her courtyard, so to speak, and therefore he's able to accept for her that document that says that she's going to own the slave. It's two things that are happening at the same exact moment. That's how Rashi explains it. Va'amai asks the Gemara, why is this so? So chatzer malechasi. How does how does she get any kind of kinyan? How does she acquire these things? The slave is nothing more than a walking courtyard. And we know that if a courtyard is moving, or there's some kind of extension of your property that moves, you can't create a kinyan, you can't create any kind of transaction in that area. If you'll say that what's happening, the slave is actually standing still at that moment. Anything that you can't be kona with that thing, you can't create a transaction when it's moving, so you also can't create a transaction when it's not moving. And we say that the halacha is, when is it work? It only works if the, the Evid is unable to move because he's bound. And Rav says, Let's say he wrote her a get and placed it into his own chatzar, into his own courtyard. And the same time, what he do? He writes for her some kind of document that says that he's giving her as well this chatzar, this courtyard. So as long as they're all getting placed in there at the same moment, so he, she, at the same moment she gets the courtyard, she gets the she gets the get, the divorce document, and she's divorced. Vitzricha, and we need both cases. Diashmin and Eved, if I would have just taught you this in regards to a slave, Havamina Davka Eved, chatzar, we would say it's only specifically by an Eved, but not in regards to the chatzar case by the courtyard. Ligzar, because we would make a gzera decree, Vishim chatzar habola achar mikan, because of a case, we would say we, you shouldn't be Kona, she shouldn't be divorced in this case, because of a different case, where let's say he places the get in there before it's hers yet, and then he makes some kind of kinyan that she, it becomes hers. In that case, it's not good. But we're going to say that in this case, also won't be good, even though she's getting it at the same exact time, because of that case, because people might make a mistake and not understand. And if I would tell you the case of Chatzar, 
where the courtyard, where she's getting the courtyard at the same time as the get, have a mina dafka chad. So you might think that it's specifically a courtyard of all eved, but by a slave, ligzar kafas at the kafas. We will make a decree where even where he's tied up, that she doesn't get it, because of a case where he's not tied up, people will think that it's okay there as well. Kamash malon. That's why we have to say that both these cases we don't make any kind of decrees, and whether she, whether he puts it into an eved while he gives it to her, or he puts it onto a courtyard while he gives it to her. Both cases. They're both hers, and she's divorced. Amar Abayabai says, Mechti, let's think about this. Chatzar mehecha israbi. From where do we learn the concept that a chatzar has the ability to make a kinyan, that a courtyard has the ability to, to make a transaction? Miyada. We learn it out from her hand. Mayada de isa bein midata ubein valkarcha. Just like her hand. In other words, it's the chatzar, the courtyard is considered a, an extension of her hand. So just like her hand has to be, she's aware of what's going on into her, into her hand, and it, and it can be against her will. So, so too, over here, it's going to have to be that she has to be aware of it, and it can't be against her will. And in this case, where he's giving it over as a present with the slave or with the courtyard, we do have the fact that it's being done with her knowledge. But we don't have the fact that it can be done against her will. Because if you want to give her a present, she can always say, I'm not interested in this present. And if you haven't given her the evid or the courtyard, the slave or the courtyard, so then there's no way for you to give it to her through this thing. So, so Abaya says, in this case, it does not work. Maskev of Simi Barashi. Rav Simi Barashi asked him the following question. We have a case where we don't have both things. For example, where let's say you send a messenger. She sends a messenger to receive the shtar, to receive her divorce document. The midaita isa. We do have the fact that she has acknowledged, she knows that this, this thing is happening. But it, we, don't have the, we don't have the ability to do this against her will. Because if the husband wants to make a shliach al-Kabbalah, a shliach who will receive it, a messenger who will receive it right away, and will be considered that she's divorced right away, he doesn't have that ability. Nevertheless, we do find that there is a concept of her making a shliach al-Kabbalah, of a shliach to accept it, despite the fact that he doesn't have that ability. So what's Abayi going to respond to this point? Do we learn out the concept of shlichus from, uh, from her hand? Meaning, is the shliach considered an extension of her hand? It's not learned out from the, her hand, but it's actually learned out from verses. It's it's a it's a zeros akasov maybe. Another explanation: We do indeed find that we can have a case where it's being received against her will. For example, because a father who's considered, let's say, like a shliach, like a messenger for the daughter, for his daughter who is a minor, so he can receive it against her will. He can receive a get even against her will. So we see that there is a shliach lekabala which is against her will. The Gemara continues. So we said in the Mishnah this case of an olive leaf. And then we had a case of the writing it on the hand of an eved of a slave and on the on the horn of a cow. So Bishlam Yad the Eved says, We understand if you write it on the hand of a slave, So we turn to Khafal from Abaze to page twenty one B. So it's impossible, you're not allowed to cut it off. It's it's if you cut off the hand of your slave, so he goes out free. So therefore, if you wrote it on the hand of the slave, so you have to give the whole slave if you want to give if you want to divorce her. Why do we say you're giving over the entire cow? Well, if you wrote it on the on the horn of the cow, so detach it, and give it over. 
Um, across the verses because of Vinosam, you have to write it and give it over. And it can't be missing. All that has to be done is writing it and giving over. That would exclude a case where you have to write it, detach it, and give it over. Meaning, if it has to be detached, that's not okay. So, therefore, in order for you to be in order for you to be able to give this get over, you can't detach it. If you detach it, it's not a good get. So therefore, that's why we say in the Mishnah that you should get o- give over the entire cow. What's the reason of Rabbi that he says that you cannot write it on a person? You can't write it on a, anything that has the spirit of life within him. The tiny, because we learn a bright sefer. The verse says, "Because of the sefer you should write a book of divorce." So why does it say a book? Only a sefer. All I know is a, a book, which Rashi says means some kind of parchment. called over. How do I know it's coming to include anything? How do I know I can use not just parchment? I can use paper, whatever I want. Talmud Lomer. So the verse says, "Because of la." Says he shall write for her. Mikol makom, which implies in any event. And came at So what does it have to say? The sefer. Why is it telling you? It sounds like it's specifically parchment. So it's telling you it has to be similar to parchment. Ma sefer. Just like a piece of parchment doesn't have any life in it. It doesn't eat anything. I've called the So so to anything that doesn't have any life to it and doesn't eat. So that would exclude a person, an eved, and a para a cow. Rabbanan and the rabbis. They say that's okay. Iksiv basefer. If it had said you should write in a book, then like then it would be like you said it would be implying that it has to be something similar to parchment. sefer. Now that it says sefer without the base, so what is it saying? The sefiras devarim huda This is just coming to teach you not actually that you have to write in some kind of parchment, but rather it's saying you have to write out this whole business. The word sefer is referring to the concepts that have to be written down that have to do with. Divorcing his wife, who us that's what it's coming for. Rabbanan hai vikosav my avdilei. So what do the rabbis do with the word vikosav? Which we said if they already know that there's nothing excluded, so why does that to say you should write it? Which seems to include many different things. who they needed to teach you miskareshes You can only divorce your wife with some kind of document. You can't divorce her with money. you might think We connect concept of divorced marriage. Because it's just like you can get married with money or with value. So too, when you get divorced, you can also use money. That's why we have to teach us this. And the other one, from the fact that it says safer creases, the two words next to each other. Safer courses so teaches us that only a safer, a book, uh, some kind of document, can divorce but not anything else. And what does the other one do with the fact that it says safer next to creases? He uses it to teach you. It has to be something that completely severs their relationship, like we learned in the Risa. Let's say he gives her a divorce document and says, with a condition, I'm divorcing it with the condition that you do not drink wine forever. Or that you never go to your father's house ever again. It's not a good disconnection because they're still connected, because she's still bound to something that he's saying. If he limits it by saying for 30 days, then it's a full divorce because they will indeed be completely disconnected. So how does the other one know that? He learns that from the fact that it says Krisus instead of Kares. It could have just said me safer it could have just said because of the safer kares what is a krisis it's teaching us this halacha and the other one does not learn out this extra, the extra letters Masisim would begin the Mishnah 
you can't write on something that's attached to the ground. Let's you, you did indeed write it, and then you detach it, and then you signed it, and you give it to her kosher. It's kosher. It seems to be as long as you've signed after it's been detached, that's okay. Yehuda says it's not good until you, you have written and signed it when it was detached. Rabbi Yehuda, the son of Basira, says that you can't write on something, any kind of paper that can be erased, or anything that's diphthora, we have to see what it is in the Gemara, but anything that can, can be easily forged, so it's not good. So we said, if you wrote it on Mechober, on something that's attached, and then you signed the witnesses, so then it's kosher, if, as long as you signed it after it was detached. But we said in the beginning, that you can't. When we said originally that you were writing it before it was detached, and it's okay, why is that? Because you left most of the got, most of the get to be written later, meaning the place where it says her name, his name, the city, etc. And so too, Rabbi Lazar uh, said in the name of Rabbi Aishia, the cases where he left over space for the rest of the main part of the shtar, of the, of the get. So too, that's what Rabbi Bachana said in the name of Rabbi If you left over space for the main part of the get. Rabbi Lazar, he, and so Rabbi Lazar, the Amar, that the main thing is that uh, you need the witnesses when you're giving it over, meaning there are no witnesses that are actually, this, the witnesses that are being signed in it are not the main part. And this is what we mean to say. You can't write the standard part of the divorce document, because you might end up writing the parts that are not standard before it's detached. If let's say you wrote the standard parts and then you detached it, and then you wrote the main parts and you gave it to her, kosher, it's okay, it's fine. Rish Lakish is a different understanding of the Mishnah. We're talking about the signatures, you're signing it afterwards. Rabbi Meir, and Rabbi Meir, the main part of the Shtar is the Eide Chasima, the ones who are signed on it. And you don't per se need witnesses, the witnesses that are there when it's being given over are not the main thing. This is what we mean. You can't write the main part of the get before it's detached, because you might end up signing it while it's still attached. Let's say you wrote the main part, and then you detached it, and then you signed it and you gave it over to her. As long as the signing happened after it was detached, it's okay. So now we have a new case. Let's say you wrote it on some kind of shard of a, uh, a flower pot. It's okay, it's fine. Because he's going to take it and give it to her. Let's say you wrote it on some kind of leaf that's inside, that's on a plant that's inside of a pot. So Abaya Amar Kasher. Abaya says it's kosher. Why? Because you could just give it over. Rabbi Amar Pasol. And Rabbi says it's a problem. Abaya Amar Kasher. We come on to Chav Bezam and Aleph. He says it's okay. The Shakale Viyavle Inhala. So he could take the whole pot and give it over to her, even though he wrote it on the on the leaf of something that's there. There's no reason that he has to detach it. Rabbi Amar Pasol. Rabbi says it's a problem. Because it's very easy for him to just go and take it off to to detach it, and that's a problem because there can't be between the writing and the giving over any kind of detachment happening.